Terabytes is for informational and educational purposes only. Nothing on this show is advice, no financial, tax, legal, or any other kind of advice. Nothing we say is an inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy. Anything you invest in is at your own risk, do your own research, and consult with professionals. Welcome back to Terabytes, everybody. I've got Eric from uh, Secret Code Podcast on. He's also a lead secret committee or a secret swap uh, committee guy. And uh, he just, uh, we, we uh, had a bit of a, an issue that kicked him. So I'm uh, trying to get him back in right now. Uh, and uh, he's not seeing my messages. So we're hoping that uh, Eric will be in any second now. Um, in the meantime, I'll go ahead and show you some exciting stuff that has happened with Secret Podcast. Why is Secret on Terabytes? Well, there's a lot of integration going on. If you uh, head over to Secret Swap, I'm going to set up a screen share here, uh, or Osmosis, you will see that there are uh, IBC is fully active, and we've got Luna on Secret, Luna on Osmo. And uh, let me uh, set this up one second here. All right, so uh, here he is. All right, Eric. Welcome, Eric. Already read the disclaimer. Sorry about that. Uh, we've got you on. I was just about to show the folks here how Luna is now available on Secret Swap. S Luna and uh, other things are available as well. Uh, I'll keep. I'll go ahead and share that really quickly. It's great to have you on. Um, but I'm not going to leave everybody hanging. If you're on, hey Pete. Swap, Th thank you. I can hear you now. It's yeah. Coming okay. a little bit weird for a second. Oh, all right. Okay. So it's good now. All right, so if you're on uh, Secret Swap, you can uh, you see that there are uh, Luna incentivized Luna pools there with uh, Cephi or CFI and S Luna as well as other IBC assets here available on Secret. So there's more integration right now using uh, Bridges and IBC, and I'm sure there's more coming still. We'll talk about that too. There's some uh, other interesting things happening on Secret. I'm sure Eric is going to fill us in, keep us up to date. First, Eric, tell us a little bit about yourself and your growing new Secret Code podcast. Uh, thanks, Pete. Thanks for having me on. Love the hat, by the way. Uh, so my name's Eric. I the person who member. gave me this the person who gave me this said it was a one of one. So uh, I hope, yeah. So unfortunately, uh, are you wearing my, the uh, same one? My hat oh. is not a CFI hat anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a uh, it's good to see it featured in the podcast. Still, I had to rock my XFL Wildcat hat. But um, yeah, no, I've been a a big fan of Secret Network of Enigma back then for a long time. Long time community member. And um, I started a snack, a secret network action campaign uh, from the foundation to get a podcast going to kind of do a little bit of what you guys have been doing fantastically, might I add, for the Luna community and kind of bring the stories of all of the many different contributors to the forefront and help give a little bit of awareness for them. But um, yeah, secret network's going great and we're excited for all the collaboration we get for Luna. While it's true that a decentralized ecosystem and a decentralized future needs decentralized money, None of it's going to work without privacy. And so we're both uh, absolutely integral pieces of the future that we're going to build together. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, you don't want to have all your habits trackable, right? On the, Even if you're not trying to hide anything, uh, it's not an ideal world where you're using your debit card. I know that this isn't out yet, but there are some payment solutions. You're using your card and you're starting to leak the merchants you go to, maybe the the if you're if you're in the physical world buying things maybe like the actual path you take somewhere every day and just nobody wants to put that out to to the world so that they can go to a block explorer and find out what is this person's economic activity investment plan uh what like on ramps and off ramps do they use where do they go where do they shop from you know when are their packages coming like there's so many things that but that, Pete, uh, crypto's wanna... private right <laughs> yes crypto is very uh, explicitly public um and so we can i mean there's pseudonymity pseudon pseudonymity with uh you know with the, the, those terra addresses or secret addresses but that's not enough once somebody can link your identity to your address um they've got all the information you know if you unless you keep multiple addresses then they just got to wait for you to slip up and link those together so secret's very necessary i've been enjoying uh, secret swap for a number of reasons uh, one of them is not really not really related to anonymity but it's uh it's you know you, you beat front runners and other kinds of uh like extract value extractors um, by keeping your DeFi activities private so you can be making swaps and you know you put a swap in the queue and no one front runs you to make you pay more and make money off your swap that you've got planned because they can't see what what's going on. Yeah, so, well, Ethereum exchanges are spending so much time and money trying to figure out a way to get around it. 
we just deployed the same thing on our network and just the inherent privacy of our smart contracts gets rid of the problem. And we're going to see that a lot in the future as these applications try to figure out a way to bring privacy after they've built it out, after they've grown a root uh, user base, they're going to realize, hey, a lot of what we've made possible just isn't really practical. Yeah, <laughs> some of us thought that far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Um, so it's you have been thinking far ahead. And I want to hear a little bit of your history with Secret. Um, this is kind of, a, I guess, a co-interview. So feel free to ask me whatever you want to. But um, uh, I, we've... I've been aware of the project since it was Enigma, right? I know that Enigma is still involved, but there's been, it's no longer the Enigma token and uh, trying, it's no longer trying to build on Ethereum. Yeah. It, it's no longer trying to build on Ethereum, but, uh, um, but anyway, so that was uh, ever since then, you know, Enigma for a while, they were everyone I ran into at conferences and things, they were kind of irked by people not knowing about Enigma, right? Or by people trying to build other privacy solutions or, um, and, and it's, but it seems like things have come around and people have started to realize that the real privacy solution that's available uh, anywhere in blockchain. And also, especially now with multi-chain, you can interact with assets from all these other chains. The only real privacy solution that's out right now is secret. Uh, so yeah. there's been a lot more interest. You guys were huge. I don't know if, you were, of course, you were there. Um, you guys were huge at the Decentralcon. There was a secret booth, and more attention was being paid to that than uh, I ever remember Enigma getting at events. Uh, you know, before Secret, before the token split. So, anyway, um, yeah, just uh, just kudos to you and the whole everyone, every contributor to Secret. Uh, and there's so many more things coming up besides the swap uh, that I'm sure we can chat about. So I, I'll let you just pick one. There are so many new developments on secret and things that, uh, that we could talk about. So what do you yeah, want to well, talk about? I'll go over that history really briefly. And then, yeah, there's some, some applications that I'd love to dive into here. So you mentioned us being Enigma. That was us, I believe, thinking too small. Like, we're, hey, we're going to bring privacy to Ethereum. And then after a couple of years, we're like, why not just bring privacy to everyone? If we believe in a multi-chain future, everyone's going to need privacy. And it's a lot easier to build out privacy from the beginning. And then you can make transparent what you want instead of trying to figure out how to add privacy later on and then having to pay for it and being really difficult. So we migrated. We made ourselves a layer one instead of a layer two built in this Cosmos family alongside you guys. We have our IBC integration. You guys saw earlier a sneak peek at Luna existing on Secret Swap now, uh, but we're all on Osmosis as well. Um, but now that we've had private smart contracts on layer one mainnet for over a year already, our application layer is finally starting to fully unveil. We've got um, secret NFTs. Our SNP 721s have been out for a while. We've had several successful mints, such as the Anons. And tomorrow, our marketplace goes live. Stash with two H's to emphasize the shh stash.co is going live tomorrow with um the mint of secret dogs the um yeah we've got a couple mints going on right now so we've got some people in the chats for the mystic skulls but i actually saw a video you made a couple days ago highlighting some of the utility of secret nfts but while everyone's like oh yeah nft artwork and stuff it's no longer just something that you can right click and copy nfts with private metadata are, are huge and it's not just for the art that's absolutely massively cool and doing things that nobody else can do but it's the future utility of everything nfts offer they offer so much more if it's private you can have subscription models in nfts where people can't be sharing the passwords uh, we've got data vault coming out very soon we just released an article about them today and data vault is going to be like if netflix was built on data vault there would be no more password sharing and they could monitor all of that and do things cheaper like it's just we're, we're actually automating the future and building real world use cases instead of just the speculative like, oh, this is cool. Everything that Ethereum made possible, we're making practical. I love that. Everything Ethereum made possible, we're making practical, right? And it's not just, I mean, it's it's pretty uh, affordable to use right now too. Yeah. Uh, thanks to, you know, thanks to how Cosmos works and things like that. Um, and I showed a little bit of how both assets are on Osmosis too now. And uh, they're incentivized. I don't know how incentivized they are on Osmo, but they're incentivized on Secret Swap as well. Um, very cool, the things that are coming together there. And uh, let's, just for our viewers here, you can go to Stash. I, I like that the shh emphasizes. Yeah. I, I didn't even think of that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just, just Why is there another H? The Twitter name and the domain must have been taken. Um, but Stash <laughs> uh, has a request to access. It's launching, according to this, this month. Now, of course, that's, I mean... 
I don't know how everything is launching when it's ready, right? So, um, but it says launching December 2021. You can come in and request access here. Uh, well, now it's tomorrow. Your, your email officially tomorrow. Officially tomorrow, yeah. man. December so many things 17th. happening on December 17th in the tarot world. December 17th is when uh, the Halo farming ends. It's when well, there's some other things happening too. Um, but uh, on you know, we can uh, request access here, and then uh, there's another interesting secret NFTs thing that I want to point out to the audience. Um, Tarantino NFTs. Uh, now this, uh, we ran into tour in, uh, in Portugal and he was just off a plane coming from New York uh, where he was in with, with Quentin Tarantino here to talk about the NFTs. And the story has been developing ever since then where uh, apparently Miramax is suing, but hilariously they can't really describe the, the infringement because it's, it's all secret materials like oh, everyone who owns these nfts gets like a, access to a deleted scene or some commentary right but so miramax can't see what it is and so can't really describe it um so anyway it, this... it's wonderful pr i was so glad that this happened because they're they're not going to win the lawsuit and it's just going to bring more and more eyes so that when these do get released more people are going to be looking to stash and looking to secret network to be like oh like what why is this going on why can't they see what's inside this nft I'm like, if you want, like, first off, I mean, there's absolutely no merit to their lawsuit. But secondly, even if there was, they'd have to buy the NFT to prove it. <laughs> That's awesome. Because, uh, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, it's not something you can right click and copy. Literally, only the person who buys the NFT is going to see his handwritten scripts with different names than what you see in the movie. His, uh, hear his audio commentary on what he was thinking behind these scenes. And there's so much information packed in here that's provably private that we're changing the entire value capture me method of nfts from being like bragging rights or owning something to actually being the knowledge itself like if db cooper comes out and he's like i'm making a one-of-one -one nft on chain private metadata this is how i robbed this plane you have to buy it to find out and then you can like charge people to like come in and like see that kind of stuff ten thousand dollars or you can like hold that to your grave and be like, I'm just not going to tell anybody. There's nothing you can do. <laughs> like you actually, <laughs> you own the information and you can monetize that however you want. That's just so cool. <laughs> uh, there's just so many cool things are enabled. And I mean, even in the, like the non-secret NFT world, like the public NFT world, people have been thinking of more use cases. There are still a lot to come out, but being able to have secret information just unlocks so much. And I'm going to go to one more before we stop shilling specific. I'm not chilling. Don't, don't buy these on my advice. I'm just a, you know, an average Joe. Um, but uh, we've got the Anons, which you, if you pick up an Anon somehow, um, I was publicly interested in this uh, about a week ago, just finding out, like asking what the floor price was, because I was curious. You can't exactly like look it up on chain, right? Um, the the Anons, uh, if you have one, you can set a Telegram handle associated with it. Uh, you can set it up here and it will... Uh, it lets you into the secret telegram with anons. But if you if you lose that, if you sell the NFT and then someone changes the telegram handle, you get kicked out of the group. Um, yep. So it's it's not like it's it's a membership perk that just is is really well enforced and yet and yet has a degree of privacy. Um, obviously, if you're in the group, everyone else in the group knows that your telegram handles in the group. Um, but it, very cool stuff being done with these secret NFTs. I just realized that I thought I was sharing um the anons screen here and was not so <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna go ahead and quickly throw that up um anons here these these little anonymous guys uh let you become part of this secret community so uh, very cool early experiments in all sorts of things um tell me about uh actually you yeah you take it away again i know that you want to hear about our hackathon project but uh I, I is, really there, is there something i missed some interesting uh nft project that i missed uh, there's one, so we're dropping an episode on Sunday, if you check out our YouTube channel, with Emergent Properties, and that's actually going to be private generative art, which uh, if you guys are familiar with gener generative art NFT projects, it's not where the creator's making something, but the creator's setting parameters that as the purchaser or mentor or user interacts with them will actually create their own art. <laughs> Uh, and so it's going to be like a questionnaire and based on your answers, it's going to create something. And if you have answers that nobody else put, then you're going to literally get a one of one piece. But I, I think I worked out the math and there's going to be over 1300 possibilities and only mm. like a thousand that can mint. 
So that's going to be sick, but it's also going to be a platform for lots of other future projects. And they're already talking to other artists to come and make their own. And I, I was talking to my wife about it, who's a psychology major. And I'm like, hey, if you could come out here and do like a Myers-Briggs personality test and like sleep tests and all these kinds of things that would that would actually make a, an art piece that was created specifically tied to your personality. Like, And there, there are endless possibilities. You could do it with music or whatnot, but now it's not only like you're not buying something that an artist created, but you're actually as the user being the one to create this kind of stuff. And nobody, nobody, including the people who made it can reverse engineer your NFT. It cannot be recreated. Cannot be recreated. That's, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, just so many things. And like, again, like, just like NFTs, just like the initial concept, there might be people who are thinking, well, yeah, okay, that's cool. But like, what's the practical use of it? Um, but, you know, it's, there's just a time of crazy experimentation and we're going to find like all these, all these things are going to find amazing uses that, and, and the more of these features come together, the more like we've seen with the Tarantino things, I bet there were people that saw the Tarantino NFTs, whether they were at NFT NYC or some, you know, just online or whatever. And they went, Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, that's something you can do it. You know, <laughs> so he, he was approached ahead. by plenty of other projects, but, uh, there, there's a reason he chose us. We offer something new. And I, I'm pretty sure you're aware of that. I've seen some videos. So why don't you talk about uh, your interest with the Hackathon Project for um, all, all of us secret people who have made it here to the chat? Sure. Um, so with the Hackathon Project, I uh, let me. I guess I'll share that really quickly. Uh, but uh, we were we were just thinking about. There's. I, I can't really reveal. It's it's sort of an open secret. I can't really reveal who the one of the main devs was. I certainly. Uh, wasn't the main dev on that one. Um, but I have become associated with it because I put the video together. You know, I ran out to a, like three hours before the, uh, the submission deadline, I ran out to a, um, to like a costume store and, <laughs> and got a, got a cheap, um, like a leather jacket yeah. thing with a hood. I was going to put the hood up in the middle of it, like emphasize my anonymity and completely forgot. Um, but it was, it was uh, great. <laughs> it's it's right here I'll, I'll share it i can't do it full screen though so i'm gonna um just so you can check it out right on our youtube um yeah, my and, podcast uh, so partner paul linked is, it to me like right when you dropped it he's like you gotta check this out this is sick he's talking <laughs> secret nfts like, yes yeah we we thought that many people weren't going to necessarily do secret nfts um and so because they are hard to work with right and so the kudos to the the dev he came out with this uh he built this front end that does allow a little bit of like private information sharing between a dungeon master and players um and and like some private info where that might be like it's it's kind of awkward in games sometimes mm. when you have uh like info that is private in the game but in reality everyone knows it you know mm -hmm. like it's like it, it, it's hard to not play with that um so like uh making that easier but that that wasn't like the only place we were going with it private communication we also um came up with this concept even though it's not completely implemented yet of like being able to to in these these streams that people do where millions of people watch every week uh dnd uh, like rpg games um the streamers can now participate or excuse me the viewers can now participate in the game in a sense right you don't want to invite them on the show because they're not going to be good at voice acting they're going to take over they're going to say hi to mom you know all this stuff but you can like allow them to have some limited participation by auctioning or giving away raffling away however you want to do it uh, part in part or in whole these NPCs that actually control parts of the game whether they like have a shop that they have to maintain and players come in and buy with real money items and they have to try to stock more items they think the players will want make a profit like actually run a business uh, in this fake game world but they're actually running a yeah. shop yeah absolutely um, or, or whether they want to like be a god who like if they get offerings, they're more likely to bless the party or whether there wants to be like, maybe all the viewers can vote on what the weather's like or something like that. And so giving them a, like a, a piece, like a, a role to play in the game um, was, was the project. And that was only enabled by secret NFTs because of like the nature of this things. So uh, yeah, our code, our code guy coded this, um, a lot of functionality up the secret NFTs, the voting and uh, the, I'll say the the initial stages of implementation of fractional ownership, 
mm-hmm. um, for 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 voting, and uh, it all it all came together. So that's this that was this cool, yeah, D and D to the next level. Yeah, that's that's exactly what we're trying to do. We're all D and D players. We know it's not the hugest market, but D and D streaming has gotten pretty big recently, um, especially post COVID. So we wanted to make it a place where people can. Like the the Twitch stream, I know I can talk forever, uh, but the Twitch That's Twitch great. comments Twitch comments get flooded with people looking for attention, and you know they send in fan art. They maybe hit up a tweet or an email, but it's already like three hours after, you know, with a suggestion or something. Well, here if they're really involved, maybe they've they're uh, one of the most loyal viewers, or they're willing to put some money down, they can actually have a kind of role in the game. Um, and so that's that's that was the idea. We called it play alongs. Well, dude, um, let, let's build this out. Um, let's set up yeah. our first D&D campaign and we can have the lunatics <laughs> and the secret agents combine and set up a DAO to to run a god that can bless or curse us or whatnot. And yeah, the idea of running these decentralized stores is fantastic. Um, I used to listen to Tor's old podcast. They're fantastic. And one of the, he had Marguerite de Corcel, coin artist on, mm-hmm. and she was already talking about back in 2018 that they were already having professional like people who are making skins and whatnot for video games that they're not hired by the company. They're not even playing the game. They're just creating skins and guns and weapons and sleeves that they could sell at open market. And that's one of the cool things that decentralized and web three games offer, but web three games, especially the more they exist on chain really aren't usable until you have private metadata. You can't play monopoly. And if you can see the chance cards, you can't have a poker app on Ethereum because you could front run and know all the cards in advance it's hard to run these campaigns and have like hidden dice rolls and all these cool things. It, it properly exists on web three. So if we set this up with secret Terra as money and, um, and secret NFTs and have run our own stores and whatnot, we can, we can make some sick campaigns, dude. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm down. And one of the coolest things that, uh, that are, again, the, the guy who d- did most of the dev work said, um, is that suddenly offerings to the gods, actually like have meaning in this you know because like you're giving a little of your in-game gold which is which is real money of some kind whether it's ust or mm-hmm. or you know gold whatever you're giving it to a person and hoping that they bless you <laughs> yeah so like um it's it's uh it's it's it might be yeah it would be really cool to see that that go somewhere um ex- excited to see if it does i love it all right so um what are some other like like what are some other use cases maybe that you think that that let me ask you this what's one of your favorite potential use cases for secret that nobody's working on or at least not publicly working on um for for secret nfts whether it's in gaming or like ownership or censorship resistance or like whatever so my idea with secret nfts is everything that i've been excited to build the future of nfts like i want every airplane ticket to be an NFT, every mm-hmm. baseball ticket where it's not like oh i bought a ticket on a piece of paper outside the stadium for 60 bucks when it was already scanned like all of that's going to be cool i really do want to see the subscription models that i talked about briefly like i want to see subscription nfts because everyone knows subscription models sell that's why everything's a subscription now but you can't have that regularly because as soon as you share the link they stopped paying the subscription and they have the link but now we're actually we have the access control but a lot of the things that i thought nobody was working on that are my future like actually are so i, I talked to jackal pretty recently and they're a real world um digital um digital auditing firm that gets hired by a bunch of different law firms and they do forensic audits and they're building out a um, decentralized file storage system with a secret network based access control and the receipt for your digital storage is going to be a secret NFT. Um, so you put down a deposit, get so much storage, and then you uh, send the NFT back and you get your money back. And so it ends up actually being free, but they get the yield on your deposit for as long as you keep the storage. So it's kind of like renting storage space for free. Mm-hmm. And they want to use this for um, for private file storage services that will be compatible with the court system. So then you have this and you can give the judge or whatnot a viewing key to view the evidence and then you can change your viewing key and like take that back away. So it literally is provably there, provably authentic, and you have control of who gets to see it at any given time. And so I'm like, I <laughs> that's way better thought out than I had even considered for all these secret NFT based stuff. So it's uh, <laughs> I, I want to have wow. more original ideas and I do. But so do so many people in the community where it's just clicking as what is really becoming possible uh, in the NFT space. That is really cool. I guess I've never thought about some of the implications of being able to revoke the viewing key. I, I mean, update it, but you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Like revoke, uh, somebody holds a viewing key and you revoke their ability to view it. Yeah. Um, 
And, uh, you know, they could say, well, obviously I, I could take a screenshot, but then like, uh, I mean, it could be faked, right? <laughs> There's yeah, no, I see uh, a comment. What about back doors? You can't see a back door. It's a secret NFT. <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. That, <laughs> that's, that's, you, can't, that's you can't see any of it. Um, so, but Man on a Mission does bring up a point and it, it is like running a secret validator is a little bit harder um, to than, than a lot of networks because you, you really have to keep things up to date. Uh, the hardware that you run on, like vulnerabilities are discovered and patched and so on. But what are the... Uh, like how, how much has the team thought through the possibility of some kind of zero day vulnerability being exploited or something that's unpatched um, and exposing data or like attacking the network and what, like how that scenario would play out if it did. Yeah. So um, we do have our own encryption as well. It's not just a reliance on Intel, but we do actually have like a, a real partnership with Intel. We get to test their stuff beforehand. We're in direct communication with them. Uh, we aren't, if you look up like trusted enclave, um, vulnerabilities and Carter uh, Carter Wetzel, you had him on the show. Brilliant dude. He's um, the lead researcher behind the Shade team. So if you guys are excited for your Shade airdrop, expect that in about a month. Um, but um, he wrote a brilliant article explaining the theoretical vulnerabilities and why they really are impractical. So you, not only would you have to have access to the machines, but most of the current vulnerabilities discussed are with the ME chip. And we're not using the ME chip. We're using the full-on platform services that is fully patched, so we have significant hardware re requirements. Oh, nice! You got it right there. Love it. Um, and yeah, so I'll uh, I'll try to link this in the uh, description after, like later. If you're watching it now, it's not going to pop up magically, but um, come back tomorrow, and uh, yeah. all these links that we're talking about will be in the description. Go ahead. Yeah, there are better ways that would be, I guess, more secure in the future. But pragmatically, it's very unrealistic for a successful attack on this to be done. Um, like you, you'd have to have direct access to a lot of machines. We have them hosted all over the world. Um, I'm hosting one. It's uh, yeah, it sure more can be done and they're looking into more software capabilities. They would like to see an MPC built out eventually. And they're working on that. I mean, the original Enigma company was called Enigma MPC, but I mean, we've been mainnet for over a year and there have been no attacks on our hardware done because it's very, very impractical. Right. Well, it's good to hear. Thanks for the article pitch. Um, and, uh, you know, it's it's hard to follow everything. There are probably some people watching who are like Luna lunatics, and it is crazy just keeping track of like the terror projects. In fact, mm -hmm. it is crazy if you if you like work a job at all. It's crazy <laughs> just keeping track of like one Terraform Labs protocol, you know, so um, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's great to see that that article even though it's back from august no, and we'll try to get that out they're, a lot more. they're keeping you guys busy <laughs> that's for sure it sounds like oh. I, I saw your guys's episode with white whale i love what white whale, white whale and sebastian are doing like you guys yeah your ecosystem is exploding and for good reason right and i mean the secret ecosystem has been uh, is like on the the early stage of an explosion too right if you asked me what what apps are on secret back a few months ago i would have named secret swap um and maybe said but you know they're kind of down right now <laughs> yeah um, and yeah then, and that's it um <laughs> but there's there's so many other things i do want to uh i do want to remind everybody that if you are a luna uh atom or secret staker uh and you were from november i think it's 7 through december 13th or something like that it was it was from early november to december then you have an airdrop incoming of, I, I think it's, I guess it's silk, right? Silk uh, coin. Uh, shade. No, silk is so the stable coin. Yeah, it'll be shade. shade. Yeah, the pair to the stable coin, which you're, you should be used to. Um, this does some things differently, and I don't want to show it as a, uh, a replacement for UST. Obviously, we're all UST fans here. Um, but we had a very interesting conversation with Carter, uh, not only in regards to the innovations Shade brings on the, uh, in the airdrop and everything, which is a huge percentage of supply. Uh, but also like how that might interact with the ST in the future. And that's on earlier in our channel as well. Um, so, but check that out. There's been also an interview with Tor if you're more interested in like privacy and why it's necessary. Uh, that's all the way back in something like July. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you want to find out more, go follow the Secret Code podcast where Eric here is the host. Anyway, enough shilling. Let's get on to uh, to other things. How's... um. Uh, there was another project that I wanted to bring up, and I forget what it is. Um, we actually have a lot of projects now. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Altermail. I know, right? Altermail. Yeah, let's talk about Altermail 
quickly. I Why wouldn't. do you feel the need for Alter Mail to exist? Not I know you're not the one making all the calls. You're a contributor, um, and you're focused, I guess, on Secret Swap more than other things. That's uh, you know, Secret Swap is my direct uh, involvement. But I mean, I was more than happy to invest in Alter Mail, and I've I've seen their roadmap, and it's blowing me away. And I use their product, and I love. I'm actually giving my family uh, Alter accounts for Christmas because um, wow. Uh, my family largely uses Proton Mail and is concerned about their privacy, but they're like, I'm not going to get into that crypto stuff. I don't know how to. When you right. use Alter Mail, you don't even have to know that you're using crypto. All the gas fees and everything are handled behind the scenes. And it's not just like a Proton Mail contributor. This is actually provably private. Like you, like it's much more so, but also they're going to offer a full G Suite version of products. You're going to have private video calls, private Calendly. Like it's. <laughs> It's going to be substantially robust and they're marketing to law firms, to insurance agencies uh, already just for like internal communication where they have the risk of, you know, if you're running <laughs> Gmail, heaven forbid, or Microsoft Office or something like you, <laughs> all of your information's public, like email is by default public. And they, they're the ones that are going to be hurt the most when they, they have these data leaks, when all their credit scores are leaked or uh, you see uh, John Gruden getting fired. Like it, when you have these conversations, you want them to stay private and they're going to do that, but they're also going to do it in a way that's very user-friendly. Like secret networks getting all of these legit real world use cases that are going to market to the real world, not just the speculative, like, Hey, my monkey's more valuable than your uh, digital monkey type thing. Uh, we're get, we're having legit business models rolling out and new, never be, never before seen or never before possible products hitting market. And uh, it's, it's sick, dude. And we just partnered with them with Secret Swap. So I'm happy to drop that here. But we're going to have not only uh, incentivize alter tokens, but you'll be able to host alter staking on Secret Swap pretty soon because they have their token launch coming later this month. Um, but also we're making a new CeFi staking contract. So we'll have two CeFi staking contracts, but we're going to have one with a lockup period. And that one will uh, have governance involved. And that one will, instead of if you're like on uh, pancake swap or ape swap or something where you like stake it you can stake your um, governance token to earn a different uh, token here we're just going to have one staking contract that allows you to earn multiple different tokens and alter is going to be the first one that we offer so you'll stake cfi and you'll earn cfi and alter and we're having talks with more of the products that are coming out and launching their own tokens and building their own main uh main net uh, full-on applications and we're going to try to host a basket of products directly there for cfi stakers so tons of questions. <laughs> the, <laughs> first, let's focus on the token questions you just said. Um, how does, is that just a, um, the project is providing some allocation towards CeFi stakers or is it actually like redirecting the CeFi yield to purchase the tokens? Kind of like uh, if you're familiar with Pylon, the Pylon gateway. Um, so if I'm staking CeFi, my CeFi rewards numerically might go down a little bit, but then I'll get these other tokens instead. Uh, what's What's the... What's the mechanic there? Um, and also just any other details you could tell us about this token sale since apparently it's coming up quickly. Um, so they raised $1 million in their seed round. I believe now they're starting a private sale. So if you guys are interested in Alter Mail, which you absolutely should be, uh, you can hit them up and try to get involved in their private sale. They will have a public sale after that. Um, but yeah, um, it was not a pylon redirect, although that's an excellent question. We are working on building out uh, yield optimizers and vaults that can do those kinds of things. But this is going to be an allocation from the team for CeFi stakers, part of a negotiation to give them some nice um, solid yield farms. Usually the way negotiations work for AMMs. Right. So, the podcast Great. is my right. very, very fun product uh, project, but Zeker Swap is still kind of the business. <laughs> yeah, it is hard to... to um you know, make money on a podcast, especially when it's niche, right? Like if it's very specific to the ecosystem, we run a, a validator, which ha we've been fortunate enough to have fans that, that have staked to it along the way. And that really helps support the show. Um, but it's, it's still, yeah, it's, it's tricky uh, when you're in a yeah. single ecosystem because your, your audience it loves you and they're devoted because they love this ecosystem, but they are, um, like, like it just by the nature of the beast, it's fewer, it's a smaller audience, right? Because uh, you're not a general channel. Um, so yeah, I, I get that entirely, but I, I wish you the best with Secret Code. You've earned to subscribe here. And if you guys want to, if everybody viewing wants to subscribe to Secret Code, even if you don't intend to watch it, 
to support the show. But especially, you should watch it. I mean, come on, Eric's a great guy. He has great guests on all the time. He even gives away great swag if you ever meet him in person. <laughs> um, you can go ahead and follow. One of one, rare. Link. That's that's going to come up in the description. It's not there yet, but I do have a Twitter uh, link for your podcast in the description right now, and that'll that'll find get you to the YouTube eventually. Um, so let me uh, let me ask you one more question about Alter. Um, yeah, yeah, Rob, you're right. Uh, see, see, uh, okay, <laughs> how does the team pronounce it? Is it CFI? CFI. Because that's usually what finance. There was already a CFI that was CEFI that meant centralized finance. So it definitely is, <laughs> but it definitely is CFI. That that was before. You know, there's DeFi, yeah. CFI, and then, thankfully now CFI is kind of rebranding unintentionally to TradFi. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> The let's let's so let me go to Alter here. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right, uh, Rob. A lot of people haven't heard of this. We talk about it all the time on on terabytes every now and then. Uh, whenever we mention Secret, it's just still a a, a, a hidden treasure. You know, um, it's uh, it's great to be able to engage in DeFi with reasonable rates and reasonably good UX in a way that isn't super public and a way that can't get front run. So let me let me jump back to Alter now. Um, I clicked sign up and I got this. Will this get me anywhere or will this put me on a waiting list? What is this, live already? It is fully live. I use it regularly and you wow. can go ahead and sign up. You'll have to pay for a membership unless your boy Eric hooks you up with a free one. Oh, no, I'm going to, I'll pay for a membership. That's fine. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to take favors, <laughs> but I appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> you're you're um, spreading awareness for them right now. I, I'm sure they wouldn't have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. But I mean, it is, it looked like it was $50 a year. Uh, and what, um, like if I move over from Proton where I have, okay, this is, I guess, OPSEC, I shouldn't say I work at Proton <laughs> uh, or no, I shouldn't say that I use Proton, but I use Proton. And um, if I move over from there where I have like 20 different addresses, again, OPSEC violation, I only have one address and it's on Gmail uh, for any alphabet agencies listening. Um, <laughs> what, um, what, what, uh, like, can I move my, can I redirect my MX records from domains I own and stuff like that and, and bounce those email addresses here or do Not I have yet. to start all over? Okay. So, so on the roadmap. Yeah. Um, so right now, what's kind of holding it back a little bit is they just got out the minimally viable product, which is fantastic. But right now, it only interacts with other Altermail accounts, which is one of the reasons they're marketing towards groups and firms that are using it internally. But on the roadmap for early quarter two next year, there's going to be an email bridge because it is not email, but they'll have a bridge that it can interact. Because right now, if you get it and your wife's using Gmail and you want to send her something, you can't get it to an email account. But okay. it's all being built out. I mean, they, it's a new team, a new product, but it's fantastic. And they're delivering faster than expected on all of the roadmap. Oh, that's great to hear. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a pretty important aspect to have the email bridge, uh, but it's, yeah. it also is, it's very interesting. You, you said a whole G suite of projects. So um, like a doc, collaborative doc uh, work, yes. um, calendar, which excites me. Group um, channels, the, Telegram. Group channels, Telegram. Yeah. Video calls you mentioned. Um, so that, that is getting towards answering this question that uh, that man on a mission had. Uh, are you aware of social media projects on secret combating censorship? I mean, uh, having group video calls, group chats, some Telegram-ish, this kind of functionality might end up being eventually, hopefully you don't have something called Alter Plus, but it might be eventually like a social media, <laughs> um, a, a way to keep in touch with people and have social media connections without um, censorship just because of the nature of the beast. But uh, let's open the question a little more broadly. Are there other social media projects you think um, specifically related to secret, like don't go with, don't, don't tell us about Gab, um, that, uh, that are combating censorship. Uh, yeah. So we have one already mainnet right now called Fartles. It hasn't gotten a lot of usage yet. And they're working on the, uh, user Please interface. Tell me that's a D. <laughs> it is a D. And so it's an old English word that means like a group, like you gather a fartle of sticks. Um, Right. <laughs> I did an episode with them, but it's it's really cool because like right now, if you use social media, I mean, all of Web2 is built for making marketing hyper efficient, which it does very well. But now if you're just a fungible person that's very pretty or whatnot, then you get a bunch of likes on your Instagram page. Whereas if you're the world's best poet, you have a much more engaged artist or audience that cares far more about you, but they just see the size of the audience. And so they make much less money on monetizing their accounts. 
Whereas here, now you actually can sell your products to users and whatnot. So I'm actually going to be working on later this month, a video tutorial on like how to count cards. And I'm going to sell it as a fartle instead of putting it up on YouTube and hoping I get hundred thousand views so that people will get into it. I'm going to sell it on fartles where I can actually monetize it and sell it immediately right away. And then only the people who purchase it will have access to that. It's, it's really neat. I've made a couple of them before, but um, it's a type of thing that is only possible because it's private. And so we'll, as Data Vault comes out, which we're going to have very, very soon, we'll be able to have more things like that. Like I think I, I talked to him really recently and he was talking about like how YouTube would actually work better through Data Vault and you're actually selling the data there. And so you can have entire subscription type services, like entire current media platforms that could then route through Data Vault and um, add privacy and monetize more efficiently. Very cool. Um, I've been checking out Fartles right now. It, uh, I assume I have to make, I have to, how would I get, like in order to get this, right? In order to mm -hmm. access this, what, what, is the, what do these symbols mean? How do I get into, like when I click it, nothing happens. Maybe that's because I'm in Brave, but, or I'm not connected with my Kepler. But yeah, you have is, to connect your Kepler mean? wallet. You'd have to purchase it before you get access to the private data inside of them. And then uh, they're working on incentivizing you to then like or leave um, leave a review of it kind of because if you're mm. going to pay for the content before you see the content, you want to be able to let other people know if it is the content you thought it was going to be. Um, if it oh, is, is this... good, like if it's worth it or if you're like, hey, this is crap, like don't subscribe to this person. Is this uh, is this S? Is that a is that like if this costs too secret or I what believe is... so. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if I, I think they have a limit right now. Secret. Yeah. You could, you can set a price anywhere from like 0.001 secret up to 10 secret um, for your content. So I'm probably going to sell my uh, tutorial for closer to 10 secret because it's going to be like over an hour long, <laughs> break everything down. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Like we are doing more like real, like actual secret network tutorials that we're giving for free on our YouTube channel. <laughs> but yeah, this one to be a more personal thing is I think is dope. <laughs> All right, that is that is amazing. Um, we've talked about so many projects here. We've talked about for those of you who are new, I'd go ahead and go ahead and look back. We talked about Stash. We talked about Shade Protocol, Secret Swap. We talked about our um, uh, playalongs. We talked about uh, Fartles. We talked about uh, Alter Mail. We talked about uh, just so many things. Tarantino NFTs. So many things coming to Secret. Are there any we missed? I've asked that question a few times, but uh, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> yes, there are. Yes, we missed. Oh, is there a place there to so go many, to see see the all the public ones? Yeah, um, you should go to scrt.network slash about slash something. Just scrt.network. That's our homepage. You'll learn more about right. it. You can always check out the Secret Code podcast every single week. We have a new episode where we're getting in touch with somebody from the projects and um, and trying to bring all these new projects and budding groups to the forefront so that we can give them the marketing and awareness they deserve a lot of what you do here on terabytes so well um so we're we're really trying <laughs> um but i've always loved this the website and the brand kudos to the the designer of the oh, secret I've got, website i've got another project that really relates to luna that i haven't talked about yet duplex so duplex yeah, <laughs> yeah of it's, course it's using, i mean we've it's got using uh, <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna carefully turn off my screen here because i don't want to necessarily leak my address by connecting to duplex Fair. um yeah yeah that's exactly what happened all right <laughs> um yeah duplex.finance here is uh is has it is it opening up yet because there was a like a five million ust but uh you had to have pre-applied right right so it's it's still in beta and we're working on building out the uh, the final version of it because yeah right now it's not finally built for it to be properly deployed we actually have to have a curve like amm that offers single side liquidity uh, on our end which hey i work at secret swap we're actively working on that <laughs> um but, right um once that is set up it's literally going to be investing your money in two places at once and you can see in the right. beta right now the only coin it works with is terra and so we're making the we're making the most of using a bridge where we take the ERC twenty version of Terra and we come across the bridge to make it to get the SNP twenty version of Secret Terra. And now we've got the Ethereum version, which we can invest in Compound or Ave or something like that and earn yield. And then we've got the Secret version, which we then will offer an incentivized liquidity provision. So your money's always literally in dollars, but you're earning yield in multiple different places: trading fees, incentivized pairings on Secret Swap. 
and then also the compound interest, which is then going to go back to purchase CFI to give out more rewards. And it's it's supposed to be, and it really is the best type of yield you can get with dollars. So we like we're intending to compete with Anchor on that, um, but it's a bit more of a process, and we haven't finished out this back end yet. But it's it's with Terra, and it's really cool. It actually works. Pete, you there, brother? Pete, I don't have you any here in here anymore, but uh, I'm happy to keep talking about it. <laughs> We're still live. Anybody in the chat? Are we still live? <laughs> All right, we're still live. So yeah, duplex is going to be awesome. We're going to be working on adding an additional AMM. Welcome to the Terabytes Podcast, guys. <laughs> Uh, no, it's awesome. I if you haven't seen the full video that Pete showed earlier, where he was like putting snippets pics of his play along, it's there on his channel. I think from December sixth. It's super cool. He gets in the full on accent. It, it it's totally dope. But he's absolutely right. Like the stuff that Secret NFTs offer, we could bring the stuff that's built on Luna. Uh, we've got IBC compatibility. Secret is already on um, TerraSwap and everything. Like so, let's build out on Luna a Dungeons and Dragons thing and add secret NFTs to it because then you have the private metadata where we can run these full-on things. And I absolutely want to do a full-on campaign. That would be totally sick. Some of you guys should get in. Oh, you guys want me to talk shade? I'm happy to talk shade. So if you're familiar with, um, <laughs> if you're familiar with Terra Luna, which obviously you guys are, Shade's going to be very similar. Luna had a lot of the inspiration behind it, but now it's going to be an entire basket of assets. And uh, everything that Sebastian's doing with White Whale, which is absolutely brilliant, and I'm excited for protocol and liquidity. It's a huge thing I'm a fan of that should be more sustainable than something that's very speculative, like Alm. Um, they're going to, <laughs> they're going to have. Um, sorry, I'm reading the chat. Uh, they're going to have the automatic arbitrage bots and whatnot set up directly with the Shade token. So a whole bunch of different projects should be governed by the Shade token. The and it won't have the inflation of being a layer one. So yes, it will cost secret token to operate, but you're also not going to have steady inflation. So it's it's very interesting where you have to actually burn other money in in order to get in order to create new shade, which other ecosystems are going to be sad about. You guys aren't going to be sad about burning secret Luna to get more shade. Like hey, that lowers the supply of Luna, you know. So it's a it's going to be super interesting. I see ya. 777 jackpot there yeah we've got the cfi lottery coming pretty soon we're working on it's a pretty hefty platform so we're working on building our secret swap api a bit more robust and then we are going to be deploying the cfi lottery which will actually be plus ev ev meaning expected value it means that it should be more profitable to play the lottery than if it didn't and unlike other centralized platforms where they have to keep deploying more and more to the rewards it's actually self-sustaining so it's pretty neat hey there you are pete ah you're muted And holy fans people will be getting their shade from the airdrop from staking luna adam and secret Oh man, my uh, entire, <laughs> now I'm hearing myself, but uh, my uh, my apps just all crashed and it logged me out oh, for no reason. Man. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> I was so nervous about that happening to me. I held down the fort. <laughs> we, talk, we talked some shade. We told jokes. Um, all right. Well, I apologize to everyone there for that happening. Uh, hopefully, yeah, you told jokes <laughs> and told more, <laughs> told more information to the people um, while I scrambled to try to get back into the stream. Uh, it can't, it wouldn't be terabytes without a technical issue. You know, there's always something. Um, <laughs> there's always something that goes on, and I guess we've proven, like, definitively that it is, uh, it is not Evan. It's me. <laughs> uh 
Yo, Pete, uh, could you talk about Alice for some of the secret people we have in the chats? Uh, I was talking to some of my friends about it today, and they somehow hadn't. Everyone listens to your podcast, but some of how they had missed the episodes with Alice, and it's it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a um, it, it's it's a little under the radar. They haven't. Uh, I, I mean, everybody knows about them in Terra. There was a validator called Who the F is Alice, and. Um, <laughs> It's, you know, there's been some sneak peeks here and there. Uh, we've been waiting until they have a certain launch hurdle um, like that, that they're dealing with uh, behind them before like really having them on talking about them more. Um, but Alice is this, uh, I guess it showed in the uh, in the video, but I can't restart it, um, is a like an app that allows you to use UST with a debit card and bank accounts and things. And uh, as, as easily as you would use like a Venmo or PayPal um, with zero fees, at least for the first, uh, I forget what, what they named first five years or something like that, uh, where nice. fees are all subsidized out or somehow otherwise managed. It's at alice.co, alice.co. And it's just being able to use UST and Terra in places. I don't know if that secret integration is planned immediately, uh, but I'm sure it'll be planned at some point. Uh, but yeah, that's what Alice is. And so I got the swag shirt in uh, in Miami where the team may or may not have been present. Uh, and <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan. I mean, they, they initially there was a launch video or uh, like a, a hype video uh, that was at an event that we threw in uh, New York City. Uh, back in the late summer, and um, it, it said November fifteenth. So they're they've definitely encountered some uh, like hurdles that they're getting past um, regarding you know setting up the fiat and bank and stuff. And I don't know any of the details, but uh, so there's we're still pending more news from Alice. Waiting. I, I love it. It's going to make it so much more useful. I as I mentioned with Secret with Secret Network as a whole, I'm big on what projects are actually going to make it to the real world. That's kind of what the point of the speculation is. And right. Alice is a huge way of making Terra actual real world money, which we know it is. But until you're actually spending it on pizza and using it every day, it's still kind of that like, ah, it's that digital fake money from your family and people who aren't as involved. So, yeah, yeah. Well, here's here's one that is up um, that you can shop with. And, and it, uh, you know, it's not universal. Like, uh, I don't know that you can go and, um, you know, get stuff at the convenience store with it and so on. But yeah, you get for goods, you buy goods with UST, they have their own shop, but they also have some kind of plugin and, um, you know, like a stripish plugin. And, uh, and there's also a way to get gift cards as well, which is the old, you know, if you've been around a little while, you've, uh, you remember where the only way really to get buy things with Bitcoin was to get gift cards. That still kind of is the case sometimes if you use something like fold. Um, and so, uh, it's, I wish I was around that long. Everything is, yeah, <laughs> everything is, is coming together. Um, here we got a comment from, uh, Never mind. What about you? Uh, <laughs> no, not much. Not much. Sorry. Not much. What about you? Uh, I've been watching a very small monitor here. Secret NFTs are the future of private equity mm -hmm. uh, in terms of having privacy over what dividend flows are going where while still remaining compliant and auditable. Is this something you brought up? Or, no, it, it's um, not. Is it something you, that you know pro progress is getting made on, maybe? Uh, definitely the progress is being made. So we do get a lot of hate from people. They're like, they, they hear privacy and they're like, oh, well, you guys aren't Monero. And you're like, you're right. We're not trying to do what Monero does. And then they're like, oh, well, the, the government's going to shut you down. And we're like, no, like our, we're fully regulatorily compliant. And that's actually what makes us special. In fact, we're more regulatorily compliant than everybody else. I mean, but last year, Gary Gensler, the head of the SEC, was saying like, oh, these privacy coins or like stable coin or these stable coins have issues. We need more privacy with them because it's not sustainable to have something where everything's public. And now we're, we have private Terra, we have Silk coming out and we can create viewing keys. Again, the IRS knocks on your door. They're like, what did you do in 2019? You can show them all of your transactions in 2019. And it doesn't show them what happened in 2018. It doesn't show them what happened in 2020. If they come and they audit you in Ethereum, you show them what they did in 2019. They don't knock on your door next year. They already know everything you ever did. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a uh, it's being regulatorily compliant because you have access to your own interactions but you can share them with who you want to for how long you want to and then that that's it like it's that's why we called it secret because you can share a secret with your friends but right. there's no secret to share anywhere else <laughs> yeah yeah secret of i mean again for people new secret isn't about keeping everything private all the time forever uh but optional transparency 
uh, which we think is so important in this world, where sometimes you have to share information, but that doesn't mean you have to want to share it with everyone. Uh, we also envision a time, and, and Apple is making some, I know Apple, but Apple is making some progress along these lines, or at least trying to. We envision a time where you can get into like a bar where you have to be over 21, and you just prove you're over 21, and you don't have to like show the the sketchy bouncer your address and you know birth date and uh, all these things uh you know all this information that he doesn't need to know uh in order to let you into the club right um so it's but uh well i'm sure that we're going to see more of those optional transparency things develop and how what do you think the like the ethos is apple has clearly i, I hate to bring up apple again but apple has clearly been trying to promote a message of like privacy and actually has made it more difficult in a lot of ways for app developers on apple devices to collect all kinds of information or to use certain aspects of the device without you giving them explicit permission right and i mean we you know, applaud that it's better than before right but um what are people responding well to that? Do you think that people are becoming more aware of their need for privacy? Or do you think that this is always going to be a niche thing that that we have to push forward and like kind of kind of sh keep showing the people what's good for them as we develop products that where not only do we have to be more private, but we also have to best the competitors in every other way in order to get people onboarded? You know, uh, what do you where do you think society's heading that way? The awareness is starting. It's very niche right now. It's still going to be niche for a while. But as more large events take place that are inevitably going to happen in this dystopian future we're trend trending towards, it's going to be more and more on people's radar, especially as Web3 develops and people realize, hey, like my Bitcoin accounts like are like fully accessed. Like everybody knows where I'm spending in the CIA or uh, the IRS is coming after me now because they know how much Bitcoin I have or hey, I'm Mark Cuban and I won an NFT auction and now everybody's trying to sue me because they bought Titan because I never said I did, but they checked my wallet history and found out I bought some Titan and it went to zero. <laughs> so it's like, he, did, he didn't disclose that, but everything's public and you rely on pseudonyms, which are getting broken even faster now that people have PFPs of, of NFTs and uh, companies are being built out to try to crack all these pseudonyms, but you're not going to have the decentralized future of Uber and whatnot being decentralized unless you have this inherent privacy. And so as people realize that the applications that they've been waiting for in Web3 aren't actually possible, like aren't secure, aren't sustainable, unless you have privacy, then we'll build awareness. As you have more of these Experian data leaks and hacks and whatnot, and people get their credit cards stolen more and more often and get their accounts hacked more and more often, they're going to start realizing like, hey, this isn't secure. And then what I'm really waiting for is once people realize that they can sell their own data that is theirs for the market price that it's already being sold right now on the open market two trillion dollars per day of user data is sold uh, yours and my data that's the number one asset class in the world and when people realize that hey all these free products i'm using are making a shit ton of money like then they'll start being like hey why don't i sell that myself or maybe then i could keep it private if there was a option to pay 50 dollars to facebook to keep to not steal your information maybe some people would use it. It, it. We don't have the choice. They make on average $17 per account per year. We don't have the choice. And we're bringing that choice back to people. And with Web3, with the trustless systems, you'll be able to sell your data for who you want to. We already have Brave, where if you choose to view ads, now you get paid for it. These are models that should exist, that make sense, that make a new internet more efficient for data, share, for data sharing and data efficiency than just marketing. And uh, I'm, I'm here for it. All right. That's a great, what a great pitch. Um, I do want to talk about one more thing uh, that uh, if we've got it, we've got it right here from Bail B. Do you have a plan regarding metaverse? Now we've seen recently uh, meta has come in, you know, the, the Zuckerberg uh, like ads where he becomes uh, like a creepy blue version of himself after walking through a kind of wireframeization of his whole environment. And then, then some other things and, you know, uh, advances, which might be called, which might be viewed as disingenuous where he, uh, he said some, some things like privacy and security and safety need to be built in from day one. And, Privacy means different things to Facebook. <laughs> yeah. When I deleted, I did delete Facebook. Like not just, not just, not, yeah, I lost all my Oculus VR games. 
because you know single unified accounts but when you uh when you not deactivated deleted facebook and they had this questionnaire it's like why did you delete facebook and if you click privacy the the text it gives you clearly reveals they have no concept of what you're talking about it's like mm -hmm. oh well we have we have little like things you can use to keep data from certain users on facebook I'm like nope nope that's, that's not what i mean bye um and so it seems you know disingenuous especially to us who are more into privacy that like this, this metaverse ruled by zuck right this uh, this mm -hmm. facebook controlled i don't know if you've been on the vr platform that meta uh, has released and you can actually go on now and like uh, interact with people and talk with them and uh, jump and do weird things you know in in the meta world uh, but it's it like you said rolling towards dystopia it's hard especially as westerners to not feel like we're always inexorably progressing towards towards dystopia and you know snow crash is in the is in the near future um and what what is what is the solution to this? Is there anybody working on this with Secret Network? What do you think is a path forward that we could take that would dodge the worst effects of that dystopian, um, you know, blue lizard person metaverse uh, run by Meta? Uh, yeah, so two interesting things to talk about here. First off, just Secret Network with the metaverse. I absolutely want to see that kind of collaboration, not just Secret Network hosting some things that are currently available in the metaverse, but I'd like to see metaverses built out on Secret Network where you have privacy by default, where you have like more provably private rooms that aren't gate held by individual people. Um, there, there's a lot of unique possibilities that I haven't even <laughs> really come to full grips yet that will be possible in a private metaverse. Um, but what you're talking about with Facebook and with Apple, where they're kind of highlighting privacy in a way, it's just so ironic to me. To me, it shows that they know what's coming <laughs> and they're trying to like really get ahead of it a little bit. Mm. But it's also like, you said Apple's making it harder for developers and harder for users with these new privacy settings. They're not making it harder for themselves. They're not having any less access to your data. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're tyrants that are making it harder and harder with the lower level pawns that are still making just as much money on your data and still selling it and still getting hacked and still not secure. Like it's the entire trusted system that is inefficient and we're trying to do away with. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and we're, and we're going to. All right. Well, thanks so much for coming on, Eric. Uh, best of luck. You've earned, I'm sure, more subscribers to the Secret Code podcast. You've earned more views from me uh, in particular. And uh, I'm going to be happy to, to watch you guys grow and uh, continue watching, you know, Secret Network developing. One of my favorite, I, this is not financial advice. You saw the disclaimer. You read the disclaimer in the description. But one of my favorite projects has been for a long time, since before I knew about Terra. Um, and uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's great to have you on. I'm, I'm going to have to take this off now because I might go outside. And um, when I go outside, I, I don't wear crypto things. So uh, that's smart. I'm in public about crypto here, but living in, in South Florida, uh oh, I dox myself there, but living in South Florida, um, I don't exactly want to walk around with like Bitcoin shirts and things. Alice is still a little under the radar, <laughs> but um, you know what? Never mind. This isn't actually a secret network, so no one's going to know what the heck this is. Yeah. So I'm, <laughs> say, if, say it's an XFL it. team or something. Nobody would actually know. <laughs> yeah, right. Or I should, I could maybe uh, create plausible deniability. Like I'll go make something with this logo that has no meaning, and uh, I'll just point people that way. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the true insiders, the true anons, they'll know. They'll know. They'll know. They won't tell me they know, but they'll know. Thanks so much for talking with us about, yeah, Holy Fan says he is dominating Miami with the privacy hat. Yeah, so maybe is. we'll bump into each other at some point. Holy fans. If so, please don't say hello. Uh, but <laughs> we, we, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get you on again sometime. Um, I can't promise since we're terabytes, not secret bytes. I can't promise it's going to be very soon, uh, but yeah. it was a really great conversation. Let us know if we can ever help. Um, let us know if you ever have ideas for Terra integration or integration with a project and you want somebody to, to bounce it off or you want somebody to plug you in with a Terra project. We'll be happy to do that because we couldn't be more excited about how Secret and Terra are going to work together to bring this very flexible, very useful uh, financial world and game world and everything world, right? Uh, but that also has this optional transparency, this this like privacy by default that everyone needs.
Pete, thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, users, if you guys are interested in the different projects coming up, yeah, I've got interviews with the individual projects. If you want to hear about Data Vault, Alter Mail, you can check the, those episodes. Um, but we are like not just me, but myself and the entire Secret Ecosystem are huge fans of Terra. We're super excited about working alongside you guys. It was awesome going to the convention and getting to go to your guys' after party. Coolest thing I've ever seen in, in, a, in crypto at all. When the Terra Luna ecosystem rents out an entire nightclub for an after party. You guys rock and we're huge fans and we're happy for all the integration and things to come. All right. Thanks so much, Eric. As always, everybody like, subscribe, share, rate, review, because those algorithms by those evil corporations <laughs> will actually serve you. Um, this is a common pitch I make, but it really is true. If you're mad at the algorithms, then just do some things and they'll be your servants and show this content that you like to people who are fintech fans, crypto fans, privacy fans, metaverse fans, game fans, whatever fans uh, around the more the more we can get out and it, it tell people about the importance of privacy. Uh, we'll find more and more people who are excited about it or who realize how important it is. So I can't wait that one final question I want to toss at you because I don't know the answer to this myself. Where can we access the testnet to bridge Luna over to secret swap? APR is looking sweet. How do people bridge Luna over to secret swap? If you don't know, that's fine. Cause I also don't know. Wrap.scrt.network. Wrap.wrap. Wrap.scrt.network. I will put up an extremely hasty uh, caption here that uh, has that. Uh, you go to wrap.scrt.network like that. And uh, that is slow to load. So I will let everyone else, <laughs> I will let everyone else go ahead and check it out. It's all the IBC stuff, right? If you're trying to yep. bridge something else, you'll want to go to secretswap.io and go ahead and click that bridge button. That'll let you bridge from Binance Smart Chain, from Monero, from Ethereum over. But if you're bridging from a Cosmos chain, which I see here, I'm going to share it. I know we said goodbyes already, but who cares? Um, <laughs> I'm going to share it here. Uh, you see all these chains, you want to bridge these over, you want to wrap them over to secret, you can do it from wrap.secret.network. So thanks so much for sharing that. And, uh, you know, uh, goodbye again. <laughs> we'll have you again soon. And uh, I hope you have a, a great rest of the day and a great next episode on the Secret Code Podcast. And I want I want okay. you to come on the Secret Code Podcast and talk about play along. So let's get that built out and let's let's get it rolling, man. All right. All right. Well, um, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. I mean, uh, like I said, I did very little more than, than make the video. <laughs> I mean, some some conceptual stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah, maybe maybe me and another teammate could come on and chat about playlongs. We're super excited about where that's going to head. All right.